0: hey You're listening to Edge Coach Quip, featuring our very own edge coaches and community, dropping knowledge nuggets to fuel your day. Hello and welcome to Coach Quip. This is episode 123. I'm Coach Robin. I'm Coach Chris. And today we are going to cover all things edge. An edge update. Yeah. State of the Union, talking about 2023, <laughs> 2024. I do think it's hard to get information out these days in terms of like what we did, what we have going on. So, this mm-hmm. is a fun, this was really fun actually to write out and talk about and download on. Yeah. Um, and we look forward to bringing it to you all.
1: Yeah, I think it's a, a great way, like you said, it's hard to get information out. And wait, how many times do people need to see something to? to Nine.
0: Like Nine times,
1: <laughs> nine times. So this will be one of many times that you'll hear some of the things about edge. And I know we do ep- updates at the end of strength class of, of some of the things that are going on, but I think it's good to always do that big picture look back. And, you know, this is the time of year where people do a lot of that assessment of, you know, how, how was 2023 for us? What are we looking forward to in 2024? So I thought it'd be cool for us to do this about edge. So yeah, let's, let's start off with our mission statement. Cause I love that you do this, um, in our coach meetings, Robin always starts with our mission statement just as like a way to center us to say this is what this is what we're about and this is why we're here. So our edge mission statement is
0: that we we as collective, by the way, it's not like coaches or any one person. We as the edge greater edge community. We make athletes that tear down walls and achieve personal best in all aspects of life.
1: I love it. It's uh, not just about being a good athlete. It's about being a good person, a a good community member, which I think is really the foundation of why Edge is such a special place, is the community. So we're going to be talking a lot about those community moments that we have this year as well.
0: Yeah, the truncated version of that is that we don't just make stronger athletes, we make better humans.
1: Yeah, I I love that version too.
0: We also have a small visitor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I mean, let's
1: let's keep it on brand. Right? We'll we'll keep it on brand. We also pug in the room.
0: Make a healthy pug sanctuary.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, is he gonna stay here? If he sits, we can just continue the episode. Okay. Why not? Yeah. We're we're freestyling, and this is very much a part of Edge. Is the pugs, and so yeah. Let let's do it.
0: I think our extractor is coming. Oh no.
1: All right. Well, let's kick us off with some of the highlights, right? Some of the highlights and, and good things that happened in 2023. Where should we begin?
0: Uh, first up is moving, moving spaces. Um, in at the end of 2023, although this this was really planned from kind of Q1, and it, although it happened in Q3, was us creating a unified campus, taking the annex and effectively putting it right by HQ. If you're not familiar with Edge HQ, is what we started with, 3,000 square feet, very pretty. Uh, retail space at the front of the building on Elston. Um, We opened up the annex at the back of the building five years ago and had the opportunity to essentially move it on over. Um, It was very heartwarming to see. I mean, I think we ended up calculating over 200 hours of donated time to get... It was not just a move, okay? It was a demo of annex, and then it was a move over, or build-out, and then it was a move, right? So we literally had to rip up flooring, yeah. and then reinstall it and then move the items. And we could not, could not, could not have done it without our Edge family pitching in because it had to happen over like a three-day time frame. Um, and it was, you know, very long days, but it was, it was one of those situations where it just really kind of filled your cup.
1: Yeah, it, it truly takes a village to do something like this. And I remember when we moved into the annex space, uh, which was pre-COVID, yeah. right? COVID. 2018. Oh my, I cannot believe that it was five years we were Mm -hmm. in that space. That's incredible. Uh, But also, you know, I think moving from across the parking lot, which it was not far away, you know, it was a short walk from headquarters, getting back into one space, it it makes so much more magic before and after classes. And it's been really awesome to have it here. And like you said, having everybody help with that move, you know, I think... Um, I helped lay down the turf in the original annex space and just feel so much more invested and attached to it. Like you were really a part of creating that. And so many of our members were a part of creating that space. And now it's, it's nearly fully together and it's been really great to have.
0: So moving space as a unified campus, probably number one, because it was, it was, it was a pivotal and and pinnacle shift. Um, We had a ton of, Team racing going on from an endurance standpoint. Run Club, you know, tried for the first time to do Chicago Half because it happened. Yay, it happened again. Um, and then, of course, Chicago Marathon, leaning into that, those fall marathons were the biggest groups that we've had. Um, and then Coach Dan and Coach J Rowe really drove Tri Club to do uh, Chattanooga as a team event. So they had 24 people go down to Chattanooga racing either as individuals or relays for the 70.3. Um, I don't really have an interest in doing a try. I had FOMO. <laughs> but it was it, it was just, it was super cool. And, you know, regardless of where um, people were finishing, it was setting up a team tent and being at that finish line and figuring out how to how to bubble up. um, And it just, it was a lot of feel good moments.
1: So many. And for some of my athletes who participated either as individuals or in the relay, I just heard so much good feedback about it. And I think that was what we we were really missing that during COVID was that that team and social aspect. And doing it as a team race, doing relays, you know, it just gives people that opportunity to connect and yes, people connect here and even more now than now more than ever with the annex being attached and having the unified campus, but you really just get an opportunity to see people's humanity when you're, you know, on this trip, Um, even if people traveled separately, they're hanging out and doing more social activities and it just really makes the whole racing experience that much better. As well as the community piece, just again, feeling that connectedness, that uh, you know, feeling really looped in yeah. to our community. So, we are definitely looking forward to more of those this year.
0: We'll wait until that, 2024 yeah. <laughs> Preview. Um, we had a ton of hosted events, those are you know, I love it when our power exists not just inside of our community but outside of it as well. Um, so we had, I think, the most hosted events that we had out of our space. Also, just very thankful post-COVID that we're able to do those. Um, so things like we had a a couple of Nike launches out of here, both for like leggings and shoe wear. We looped those into the Run Club leaders getting together ahead of those, um, so that we could, you know, all connect and see, you know, where we can collaborate, where we need some more support. Um, Trot for Trans Life, so that I know Jess Gordon coordinated out of here. That was a huge event that I couldn't make, and I again had FOMO. I was like. There are 50 people in our space right now that is awesome mm-hmm. um and just raising awareness along with um, wind runners doing um, a few different activations out of here that really again it's not just about running it tends to be about you know fundraising and figuring out you know how to make it more than sport
1: yeah and that community piece again Um, one of the women's events that you had here was a a big success. Oh,
0: yeah, I didn't even have that one on the list.
1: Yeah, and it's just so nice to see um, other, you know, people who aren't EDGE members have the opportunity to come and see what our space can offer, and, you know, just it's such a beautiful space that we want people to be in it, and whether they're training here or having a social environment here, you know, this is a space where everybody's welcome, and I think those events really prove that.
0: Yeah, and shout-out to Nike Chicago, too. I mean, that was an event that, it was a women in sport event where we brought in a panel of, of doctors, nutritionists, trainers, coaches, um, to really speak about women's specific uh, related issues when it comes to marathon trainers. And we had a lot of first-time marathoners in the audience. We had 50 people. We had to rent chairs to bring them into the space. That's how many people. Like the room that we're in right now, the bike room, we opened up the doors and just had four rows of chairs going in it. Every chair was filled. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really cool to dig into women's related issues it, you know, with a panel of experts right in front of you so that you could have those aha moments and maybe even connect with someone next to you that is having kind of like similar um, situations. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Nike Chicago being receptive to all of those pitches two thumbs up.
1: Yeah. And when you say run club leaders, you had all the run club leaders here, you're talking about run clubs in the city, yeah. right? other running clubs, yep. which, you know, again, this is great because I think what the Chicago running community needs is a home base yep. and edges like becoming that place where people can come because we have the space. And we have that network, and I think it's a great thing to bring everybody together to just see how we can make the running community stronger here. Yeah,
0: it made my little green heart very proud.
1: Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, one of my highlights is the addition of Mobility Classes Uh, that was something that we started up in 2023 people wanted it said that they wanted it. they asked
0: for it you built it they came
1: and that's it and i was (laughs) very very excited it's something that i personally wanted to do for a long time and you know it's a little bit different than our yoga classes but it definitely has some yoga-ish content to it but so many of our athletes just really need to get a little more flexy a little more stretchy and you know if we have the class and and they're willing to put in the time for it you know really happy that, that they're doing it.
0: Well and it's also smart how um the strength team came up with the idea to layer it in. So it's effectively a 30 minute total body strength followed directly, no break, flows straight into a 30 minute mobility. Mm-hmm. So you can pick or choose, but they're really meant to, and designed to be um put back to back, which you know saves a shower, which is my favorite <laughs> thing
1: in the world. Exactly. Yeah and anytime that we can stack those, you know, make it something that is sustainable because you're already here the more likely you are to do it, so we're offering those on is it Tuesday morning yeah, Tuesday, Tuesday and Friday, Friday morning, so uh, if you haven 't checked that out, I think it's edge's best kept secret class right now is that mobility class. So definitely check that out.
0: And they're also on demand too, right? And this is huge because like for me, I have 15 minutes a day that I have to do to get my little green boxes going checked. That's also going to be the topic of um, episode 124 on routine. Yep. So sneak preview. <laughs> um, but I had the thought this morning of like, oh, I'll just watch the 30 minute mobility on demand and yep. then I'll be able to get that green check.
1: Yeah, a great way to do it.
0: All right. I also, you know, I love dirt is my favorite color, (laughs) right? Like I love me some trail. I think it's really important for us to get onto trail. I think it just strips us down to running at its finest. Um, So this is actually our first season. We are blending road and trail. We're actually racing as we're recording today on the 5th. We're racing tomorrow on the 6th um, at at the trail race as teams, um, Frozen Gnome. And so this is actually the first season that we're toggling between one week road, one week trail. It is a little chaotic. I am very clear on that and that the schedule gets a little crazy. It was definitely one of my harder programs to build out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it's making some really well-rounded athletes and it's keeping them fresh and interested. And it's just something totally different.
1: Yeah, it's been a great blend of using like the parking ramps here in the city to get some elevation that will help on trails and then getting people actually out to Palos and getting them on the dirt. Um, I think in the past when we've done just a trail only program, it was a little bit daunting for people because that's a long trip for yeah. people who live in the city, and particularly for people who don't have a vehicle, who rely on the carpools and whatnot. Um, the every other week of going out to trails has been a really sustainable cadence for people, and I've heard a lot of good... Sustainable
0: a lot of good cadence. Yeah. I'm going to use that. Please feel free to take it <laughs> away. <laughs>
1: uh, so I've, I've heard a lot of good feedback about that, and people are just really excited. And like you know, we've talked in the past, being on trail makes road fresh again when you yeah. get back, so... It's been great. And then all of this rolling into Frozen Gnome, another opportunity for group racing. We have some relay teams. It's just like a, it all builds on it, itself.
0: Yeah. And anytime I can get drag people out to run with me <laughs> on trail, I will. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> um, community service. This is something, um, a little storytelling is when we did now, many moons ago, our first kind of long distance half and full Ironmans. I remember thinking, like, I am a self center jerk. Like, you became very myopic with what we were. Um, chasing you know we weren't able to volunteer as much and I always said like if we build something I want to have community service as a pillar because it, it, you know, endurance running and endurance, you know, triathlon and, and, and cycling, it can all go very me very easily. And I think that we should always be other other focused whenever possible. Um, and this begins with, you know, serving the community. So um, this year, this was actually our prior GM's idea to actually have a community service chat. So we created that and that's been really helpful to get information out there. Um, this year, uh, we will have a community report uh, sometime in January, but without a doubt, it was our most hours volunteered it was the most funds raised i mean our Thanksgiving alone i think we raised almost eight thousand meals which was bananas um most shoes that we've ever donated we're still we still have a bag in front that we haven't even mailed in from last year um, so our community service piece i think was really beefed up and it just becomes this thing that is the norm um that you you know represent you know what you can do in your community whether that's on a weekly monthly by bi- monthly basis yeah, it's been
1: cool to see this guy's oh, story. <laughs> it's been cool to see how many people have been doing uh, community service or community charity races, right? Yeah. Um, not because they couldn't get into something and that's the only way in, but because they actually just want to yeah. do the giving back part. And that's been super impressive. And then through the events that we've done here to to raise pockets of money for different causes, there's always something that people can. There's always a way that people can give back.
0: Yeah. All right. Last but not least, the last class of the year. Um, You know, we have ideas where we're like, let's do a holiday class and have our members bring their friends and family. Well, that worked. So it was 35 people strong, not counting the coach, and I think seven or eight people on Zoom as well. Um, It was our biggest class we've ever had to date. We took over the entire annex. We did a champagne toast at noon after, which had champagne and non-alcoholic options, um, which was so great that you know everybody had something to kind of sip on um, and then we send people on their way for the last day of the year so we are incredibly encouraged by by that momentum and can't wait to ride that way.
1: Yeah for people to spend their holidays with us whether it was you know Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, uh, Planksgiving, you know various occasions throughout the year I think it's just again it's, it's something special to be a part of.
0: All right, challenges of 2023.
1: Yeah, let's be honest here. Yeah, you
0: know me, I'm wildly realistic. You know, at the end of the day, small businesses are still, they're still bouncing back. Like we are not where we were pre-COVID by any means. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say our experience is at an all-time high, but just from a number standpoint, no small business is where they were. So just remember that, right? Remember that when you're choosing where to to join, where to shop, where to invest. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I spent... A lot more time Christmas shopping this year just because I wanted to try whenever possible to go small. Mm -hmm. Um, And it really does, it really does make a difference to choose community over convenience, even though it takes a little bit of extra help. I think that, you know, COVID was a cliff that we fell off of, and Omicron honestly was even harder on gyms than the initial COVID, uh, which was just like this crazy double cliff situation. So it's not a tidal wave when it comes back. It's a very, uh, gradual climb, um, and you know, momentum is gaining, but we're not—we're not where we were.
1: Yeah, and I think that's worth noting. So, Edge never sees the giant surges like our big box gyms do because we are specialty, right? We we are really built on community, and it's not a—it's not a place where people just join in January, give it up by mid-January, and never come back again. It really is a place where people are invested. So. To that point our members who are here are you know the the core of our community and they bring in their friends and family which makes it a stronger community Um, that's why referrals are always so important for us right that we have built a community of people who really want to be here and love being here so we don't see the big influx at the resolution time and you know that's good and bad because you know those our quality is high quality is super high (laughs) um and, and and so those referrals always go a super long way we really appreciate when people bring in folks for classes when they do the buddy pass when we do our open houses and things like that and actually bring the people that they know and love in to our very special community Yes. So we're gaining momentum right now. And, you know, for all small businesses, January, February, March is a really difficult time because a lot of people do focus that holiday shopping yeah. on buying local. And then, you know, we've, we've spent our income. And so this is just a, a great time to continue to show up. And, you know, we, we value the community that we have and are always looking for new members to bring into our community. So if you know of people, hit us up. We'd love to have them experience what we have to offer here too.
0: Um, also, just it, always bearing in mind, too, for small businesses, not only are they still kind of rebuilding, but we're up against some crazy different costs than even what we had, you know, 12 to 18 months ago. Um, this has been a really big focus of ours kind of on the management side of just how the heck do we manage that, which is also why you see myself and our, our GM Patty here, you know, every single afternoon, because we are effectively covering those hours to keep our costs in check. It's something that we really fought to do, but uh, or fought to not have happen, but, but here we are, um, and it is it is helping. So just know that even though the costs are bananas right now for all small businesses, I think year on year we're up over thirty percent still, um, which is just insane but true. Um, just know that like we are aware of it, and like we just ask that anyone going to support small businesses that you know you be aware of it too, and that's you know why food is so expensive, etc. Um, we are you know trying to trying to balance that as best as possible.
1: Yeah, speaking of balance, I think another challenge that we have is uh life balance, right? So COVID has ended and uh, and we are back in the office and social gatherings are happening, vacations are happening, work travel is happening again. So trying to find that uh way that athletes can balance their training, their racing, their tr- their workouts along with all of those other obligations that we didn't really have uh as have to worry about as much when people were working primarily from home and uh, during that COVID time when there was a lot of Zoom classes, yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely. I, especially with, I think, personal travel is kind of caught up. Mm-hmm. You know, like the weddings have kind of caught up. <laughs> um, but now businesses are like, you're either in office or you're going to be on the road, and that has been a big shift. Um, mm-hmm. Also, and it sounds trivial, but the last one that we rattled off was traffic. Like, we didn't see it so much. This is also why we pivoted our morning classes to be a little earlier per polls that we sent out that people really asked for. They were having trouble getting their workout in, showering, getting home, you know, making sure their kids are set for school and then going into work. So we rolled it back earlier to help kind of massage that um, as well as. All frickin' 9094, shutting everything <laughs> down, which we know is like a multi year project. Um, but when it happened, people, I mean, our evening classes really took an initial hit because people were freaked out could we get here? You know, unless they're on a bike. And even then, like, how do I get to the places I need to be? Everything takes twice as long. Mm -hmm. I mean, there were times that my normal five-minute commute took 20 minutes just because they shut everything down. There might be a better way to do that, but I am not on that city planning side. Um, But, one, things have gotten a little bit better now that they've reopened for the next few months. Yay for Q1 for us. But also... This is where Zoom has magic, magic abilities. So both with if you're traveling for work as well as if you don't want to physically have to drive and come in, we write all of our classes so that you are able to attend them live via Zoom. Is it as good as in person? Of course not. (laughs) But is it a really great option? Absolutely. And this is where I could have never imagined that four years in we're still doing virtual options, but here we are. um, And they're really fun. Fun fact I don't know if I told you this or not, but the Zoom attendees can talk to each other.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is new information. Yeah, here, they so. can't, so we can't
0: hear them as coaches, <laughs> but they can communicate with each other, which has been super funny oh, um, and just hilarious because they encourage each other. And um, we have no clue what Zoom setting is causing this, but we're just going to leave
1: it. I think it's great. It's <laughs> great. Yeah. It's been a great way for people to stay connected. And gosh, I remember when we first shifted to figuring out the Facebook live, which we did before zoom, Yeah, you know, it's, it feels like a lifetime ago. And now I kind of can't imagine our classes without Without it. it. I agree with you. Um, you know, it, it low key, makes me feel like a Peloton instructor or something, you know, like, (laughs) like, um, my, my camera, camera magic, but yeah, it's, um, it's been a great option for us and, yeah. I, I really appreciate your transparency in you know talking about the challenges with our community because I think people are really invested and want to know what's going on and you know that awareness of just like the situation for small gyms and and some of the things we've been up against in the last year I think people know this you know, inherently know this just being around, but I think it's just good for us to talk about. So,
0: well, and I always say like, I don't want it to be a pity party. Like this is, this is where we're at as a business, but also I need people to have that in mind. So beyond edge, Mm -hmm. you know, they know where they need to invest their dollars from a small business perspective. I mean, small businesses are are really what drive our local communities and Mm -hmm. make them not all, you know, big box gyms and Starbuckses. And that's what makes us special. So continuing to you know, when you go grocery shopping, going to a, a mom and pop versus, a you know, a bigger place, it really makes a big difference.
1: Yeah. Well, let's shift a little bit about things we're excited about. Yeah. So we have a whole year ahead of us. 2024 is here and we have some, some good stuff cooking. So uh, what are you excited
0: about? First and foremost, honestly, I'm starting with our team. Yeah. Like yeah. I am one person. You are one person. We can only do so much. When we first started Edge, I was an idiot. I thought I could do all of it front-to-back Granted, you know we are we are a self-funded startup and and i really was a one person um one person show and i learned very quickly that i was gonna we were gonna have to get to a spot where we could hire people and now we are without a doubt um, at our strongest teams yet um, from a facility standpoint um we have uh patty Flynn, who has joined us as GMN, is rocking and rolling. Our Edge tech staff, our techs, are the lifeblood of our business. They are the reason that we stay um, moving and shaking. They are the ones who firsthand greet. They are the face of Edge. Mm -hmm. They are the ones who serve athletes first and foremost. And this is our strongest team that we've had in a long time. And I, I just really, really appreciate them, as well as Patty just taking the helm and driving the ship and... Um, you know, I know that I know that things are functioning smoothly, which makes me pumped. Yeah, it can be
1: total chaos, moving spaces, having holidays, like all of the things that that have happened here in the last year and things seem so smooth. Yeah. Um, Patty is doing a tremendous job and I, I agree. I I mean, the smoothies are fantastic right now. The <laughs> uh, the uh, the tech crew is top notch. So that's it's been really good to be a part of this team. And not only that, I think the coaches, right? So not to toot our own homes as, as a personal coach, right? As a coach here, but I think you have assembled a brilliant group of coaches, our coach, consortium meetings where we get all of our coaches together to talk about you know they're my favorite meetings yeah the updates at edge but as well as topics to make us better coaches there are just some brilliant people as a part of this group so if you are not linked up with a coach if you have not come to our classes in person or our group endurance training and been a part of those groups or you're interested in personal coaching and haven't taken that dive yet we have the team for you there are just some brilliant people here Uh, who are doing coaching, and we've just seen great results as a part of it. So 2024 could be your time to get linked up with a coach.
0: Yeah, we've got 15 coaches on staff now. Which is, again, when we started, I was an N of one. Um, I never, I think our coaching consortium for me is one of my proudest accomplishments. Um, And it has very little to do with what I've done. It has everything to do with what the team does collectively. And I just, I love it. If there's ever like an athlete situation, you know that there's a coach that's kind of dealt with it. We have um, well over five, ten years experience per coach. Um, and, And frankly, they all just care. They, yeah. they are all athletes themselves. They understand what makes you all tick and they want to know your name, know what makes you motivated, know what your hurdles are and get you to, you know, the spot that you're looking to get to. Yeah. All right. Next up is some, we've just got new, new ideas on whether we want to call them challenges or projects um, we all on a very short term you know we just started the stronger you project which is effectively um, it's a way for people to have a five-week kind of restart kickstart however you want to think about it uh, we have all, all the athletes that are involved in that are looking to improve two different body comp um, two different elements of body composition you know, create some really healthy routines when it comes to eating and working out as well as on a small scale, but very important, coming up with stackable habits that they can integrate um, into their January through the rest of the year. And I'm really pumped because it's a really, it's a really great group already. I, we know all of the athletes already um, and they're leaning into the new year. It's not meant to be like this big perfect thing. It's meant to be a stronger version of you, not necessarily getting to that perfect version of you, right? But But stacking bricks to move in the right direction
1: these these uh, challenges or projects are so impactful and people who have done past versions of this often come back to those habits like yeah. i coach some athletes who are doing their own version of a reset because they had done the 6 week challenge way way back and you know it's a good reminder of like you know top of the year is a reminder to reset to to build those healthier habits and if you have not done a challenge or a project and you're looking to make some some big changes in your life but having a a hard time getting started this might be a good thing for
0: you to look for future challenges that we're doing because i'm sure we're going to do more than one this year Yeah, and coaches always mention this too like we notice an instant shift in classes not only like in attendance because they have to work out three times a week with us but Mm -hmm. also just energy like they which we'll get into you know, how, how we had <laughs> such a great, we, we really did have a great end of year momentum. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's just kind of continuing continuing to build. Yeah. Um. Other things that we're looking at doing is monthly, doesn't mm-hmm. have necessarily have to be like perfect in January, but I know that um, Patty and I have talked a lot about how do we make like a fun collaborative effort amongst everyone in our spaces. So we also rent our bike room out to different groups. Um. So we are looking our next one up we probably haven't even talked about this yet but we're going to be conquering the distance of route 66 over four to five weeks um we'll get you the end the beginning and the end dates for that but that means any miles run are going to inside of this space are going to count toward it it means any miles biked are going to count toward it as well as strength um efforts counting to like a distance that will translate over and we are just going to look at doing those 2,000 plus miles collectively over a set amount of time because why not what else are you doing this <laughs> that sounds like fun
1: <laughs> yeah i i think that's going to be- be a a, a, that's gonna be a blast yeah yeah and also we have uh strength offerings right so uh this year we have the you know the mobility has started at the end of the year but we're rolling that in Uh, i think we're gonna look at yoga yeah, so Yoga's we are. Yeah,
0: so this is a fun thing for us to learn. In, somewhere during COVID, Sundays fell off the face of the earth. Like people just could not commit to doing anything on Sundays because they had all these social obligations they were trying desperately to catch up on. So yoga was one of those things that waned. Um, we have recommitted to bringing it back, also because you all have asked, and so we're looking on Sunday mornings, probably in the next couple of weeks, getting that put back on. So just stay tuned for social channels. Um, we're really excited about that, as well as um, circuit based classes and different formats. I know that like the stack wednesday for total body that's a really fun format just for us to get something totally different then um wednesday night i know with coach dear have really gained we we had 13 people on this circuit Mm -hmm. um on wednesday night and people like that so much that they'll actually re-watch his Zoom classes and recreate them on their own too. So, the, you know, look for more of that. We had a really interesting, I alluded to this already, but after marathon, we'll typically see like a little dip in attendance just because people are like, woo, I'm coasting, or they're just completely beaten down. Mm-hmm. And for the first time since before COVID, we were filling our morning classes with a wait list. Which we always got the waitlist in nobody yeah. at me, but yeah. like it was we've never seen that to the point where like the morning coaches were like what is happening right now. But I think that it was it was a sign of momentum. It was a sign of Chicago Marathon going very well, um, as well as people just not wanting to give up on on doing epic stuff. So we were yep. pretty jazzed.
1: Yeah, and. You know, With that, I think moving into uh, group endurance training, yep. right? so we know that strength will make us stronger runners, stronger cyclists, stronger triathletes, so that makes a lot of sense. We also have some group endurance stuff happening, right?
0: Yeah, so we have um, our charity partners, first and foremost for Run Club, that you know have already started chitter-chattering with us for uh, summer and fall. Okay, people, if you want a spot at Chicago Marathon and you didn't get in through lottery and you are on the fence for charity, you need to join one and join now. Because even the biggest ones, like the ACSs of the world, they've never seen signups. Every year, charities, assuming they fill their spots, they get more and more and more spots. And they a lot of them are set down to single digits. So if you are interested in Chicago Marathon, now is the time to do it. But that just means for us as well that we are going to have most likely our biggest group yet because we have more charity partners than ever. Um, and I, I love our charity runners. I think that you know making those miles matter more than just the miles themselves are what really, um, what really we're about to.
1: Yeah, and bringing those charity partners in, you know, it, again exposes new people to Edge. Cross-pollination. Exactly. And you know, with that, the Chicago Run Club leaders, you know, using we we mentioned using Edge as sort of a hub space, community space for those leaders to come together. And this is sort of like how what you do with the Coach Consortium, right? Yeah. Like you are creating this opportunity for our run club leaders in in the city to be better leaders but also letting their people have access to the space in ways like to see the space what what it can offer and you know it's just again it's building our community that
0: gathering yeah Yeah. and so we something that i am um very serious about i and i know also like coach kelsey the my co-coach for the win runners we talk about this a lot that you need to coach the coaches and you need to give them um support you know connect them together uh because it is it can be a fairly isolating experience especially if you're like one of one or one of two people that have founded one of these run clubs and you're like how do i do this right Um, being able to connect them together not only fortifies our community but it also builds them into better leaders and coaches as well so i am looking forward to continuing to create um, that here physically at it
1: yeah and it creates that social space too which i think you know is an, is another thing that we're really leaning into this year is how can we build our community and those it, through those social gatherings so uh, for our community, we have our holiday party coming up on January twentieth, and at that we're, we're going to have the edgies. So our edgies are our group awards uh, for our community members. Some um,
0: serious, not some not so serious, which yeah, I
1: appreciate. Kind of not so serious, <laughs> but some serious yeah. Sure. Um, you know, and then uh, fun things that you have on tap, like the the Barbie movie was a huge hit here. Uh, i 've watched it five
0: times yeah your special case uh, Barbie, <laughs> but
1: yes, I mean, like things like that, just opportunities where it 's not necessarily sport or running related that it 's just an opportunity for us to gather and enjoy being a part of the community, and we 're looking forward to more opportunities like that this year, where we can host movie screenings or event screenings, you know that 's actually how I got here at edge was the really? sub two was sub two screening was the first time that I came. To edge, so
0: I have erased that from my memory. So I'm glad yeah, that you yeah. got that full circle. I don't phone. even know if you were here, actually. <laughs> yeah, I might not have been here. I but, I
1: but I think that that's such an opportunity for us to just you know get to know people, and you know, again, if if you feel connected, it feels like a space you want to be in, which is even more motivating to come and do your workouts because you're in a space that you love, and there are pugs. So
0: and 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 yeah, yeah one and of the pugs. 2024 objectives is not more pugs. I should say, yeah, we capped out. Capped out. Um, <laughs>
1: And, and limiting duke streets
0: <laughs> that's awesome i love that we're ending on the social yeah so absolutely yeah. keep your eyes peeled for that if you you know are listening to this and you're not already a member or if you are a member and you have people that you're like oh man how do we get them in here the answer is maybe a social event those are always fun
1: oh i was gonna say pugs but oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, thank you for doing this, Robin. I, I'm happy that we had the opportunity to give our members like a little peek behind the curtain. It was your
0: idea. It was my idea,
1: but <laughs> thank you for the credit. But it's, uh, it's, it's your space and your words. So, you know, thanks for sharing with our community all the, all the insider info that you got there. Um, we'll see you around the space. And if you haven't been in yet, come on in. Uh, we would be happy to welcome you here and all, all of the great things that we're doing in
0: 2024. Awesome. Later, dudes. Thanks for listening to Coach Quip, original music performed by MEND. Follow us online on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Edge Athlete Lounge. Our podcast lives in the blog section of our website. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and you can check out the show notes for additional ways to contact us. Ready, set, onward we go.